going on everybody my name's eric and this is the let's be nerds podcast today we're going to bring up a topic that i threw to the group it's more about the expectation versus reality of podcasting because uh we've actually we're going to hit our one year anniversary here i'm new uh i was only started in season two but Stephen jay and gordon they've been there since the beginning they are the original producers of this show uh, I know Stephen Jay, he was doing YouTube things before this, so uh, there was some transition for him to be going from YouTube to podcasting, so we're going to hear from him, and we're going to hear from Gordon, and I think we kind of share similar views on what it was like um, to really get into podcasting, but before we get into uh, uh, our topics here, I want to check on everybody. How are we doing today, Stephen Jay? Fantastic, buddy. Could not be better. So excited to be celebrating the one-year anniversary of Let's Be Nerds with the two of you. Thank you so much for being here. I'm so excited. Yeah, this is going to be awesome. Thanks for having me on and uh, letting me do the intro or at least stutter through it. Um, let's check on Gordon. Gordon, how you doing? You ready for tonight? I'm doing great, Eric. I am very excited for tonight. We're coming up on one year on Saturday when you guys will all be listening to this and I'm excited to talk about what my expectations were for podcasting and what truly came to fruition. All right. So I think we're going to throw it to Stephen Jay first here. Um, as I said before, he was doing uh, YouTube content creation uh, before podcasting. So the from what I understand, there was a little bit of transition going from uh, making YouTube videos uh, than going into podcasting. So, SJ, you want to take it from here? Absolutely. Uh, yes, so it was uh, quite a endeavor, I guess. So it took me, I formulated a business plan for what I wanted my YouTube to look like. And I uh, spent about a year researching and studying, because YouTube is very... Uh, comprehensive there are communities for every specific section and there are different there's so many iterations of what a youtube creator can look like and i sometimes as you both will probably know i have the mentality of well i want to do it all and i can do it all even though that's me just kind of humoring myself no one person can do it all so i really f spent from 2018 to 2019 really focusing in studying different genres and deciding like what do i look like what where would i most impact and i settled in on the true crime and commentary community i really was focusing fully on youtube fully on editing videos audio scripting and then this opportunity was presented to me for a podcast venture um 
I recorded three pilots. The one that you will see now is episode one with uh, Shay, and then you'll see, well, you actually won't see, I recorded a s another pilot with Bob and Carmen, who are guests of this show and are the hosts and producer of Fear Embodied. And then another friend of mine, Chelsea, who is fabulous and will definitely be coming back on the podcast. I was told I needed to pick one, and I picked the one with Shay, and that launched the podcast element of my YouTube career. And the reason why a lot of the negative feedback that I was getting about the video is it did sound, and it does sound, like I'm very much reading off a script. This opportunity was presented to do a podcast, and the idea behind that was to be more open, be more uh, candid, and not feel so scripted-like, but also give me the opportunity to script certain things to in increase my ability, uh, mm -hmm. or talent, or knowledge of reading scripted material. So that's kind of it came from youtube went to a podcast but that's really all that it went as far as it went and then the idea of let's be nerds happened and i was totally a hundred percent against it because i felt like i had way too much on my plate but one year in i can say it was the best thing that i ever said yes to Yes, long-winded explanation, but yes, it did start from YouTube, it did start from true crime, and now we're here on Let's Be Nerds. Excellent. Yeah, I, I remember uh, you having the, the YouTube channel, and uh, at one point you did say, uh, this is some time in season two off recording, where uh, you, you still have to get used to having a panel to lean on. It's not just you uh, talking reciting your research you actually have a panel that you can bounce ideas off of at the same time as a recording so uh, i could imagine that's still a little bit of a learning curve right oh yeah it's it's a weird learning curve because i know that i need it but i'm also controlling enough that i don't want to give it up it's it's a very introspective to go through because it, it really examines your personality type so now i kind of want to get into with gordon um because Stephen jay you you knew going from uh being a content creator on youtube you, you kind of knew the the time investment into what you were doing with uh all the research and uh, presenting and everything um, mm -hmm. I don't know if Gordon has run into it the same as me, where um, it's not quite you just get on and ramble with your friends, especially if there's a real topic on hand. You actually have to uh, research and write things down. And it's, uh, it, it was, it's a bit more than what uh, I know I expected it to be. Um, I don't know. Gordon, did you run into that also, like after your first couple episodes where you're like oh damn like this is almost another job <laughs> i definitely did but i feel it took longer than i was expecting it to because i came into podcasting with just about no experience only ever 
dreaming, I guess I could say, or wanting as a much younger kid to enter the recording or podcast sphere, but I just never had the courage to. Um, but I would say after, throughout the first few episodes, I was always using more of my general knowledge of stuff that I knew more than doing much research because the facts that I've had are very extensive from other YouTubers and comic books and other things that I know are true to the point where we started talking about Marvel and DC and I had the knowledge to put up for that without having to do too much extensive research but then we started getting into the stuff like the different mythologies and other topics where I didn't know enough and I had to do more research than what I ever really have done in my past because I'm more of a fly by my, the seat of my pants kind of guy. I'm sure Steve can... <clears throat> or read attest. off Wikipedia kind of guy. Hey, yeah. Wikipedia is the best source and no one can tell me otherwise. Um, I'll admit to it, Wikipedia is awesome. Wikipedia has all the answers. But the times where I did actually do my research, it felt very weird to me because I'm not one to work well with a script, and that's how I always looked at my research was reading off a script and it always made me very anxious and made my presentation of that information very choppy and not as well formed as it could have been true I, i've run into that as well um basically the best way i can describe it is if you've ever had to do a writing and research project in junior high or high school and then present it to your class that's basically what podcasting is mm -hmm. um so for anybody who's listening to our podcast and who's been following us, if you're curious and doing podcasts, go for it. By all means, we're not trying to discourage you from it because it can be such a great time. You're going to meet a lot of awesome people. But there's there's a time commitment. There's research. And the one thing that freaks me out the most about the research is I have to get it 100% right because this is the internet. And everybody else has Google. So if I misspeak something, like I know I did for Mythological Beast, like I mispronounced the, the Midgard Serpent so many times that <laughs> I kind of felt like Benedict Cumberbatch doing the Penguin. Um, well, I forget what it was. It was like a National Audubon Society uh, Penguin documentary, and he, he pronounced Penguin wrong like eight different times. It was hilarious. It was Definitely great. <laughs> yeah, that's also like... Also, listening to our recordings again, um, you know, I had this image in my head of what I sounded like, and then um, I listened to our first recording. I'm like, wow, that is that's definitely not how I thought I sounded. And uh, you know, I, I guess Stephen Jay, you're you were kind of used to that with doing your podcast or your uh, YouTube channels. But Gordon, have you run into that? Like, you're like, yeah, I, I thought I, you know, I I nailed it, but then you ended up sounding like Sylvester Stallone rather than you know. Ryan Reynolds. He hasn't listened to one episode. Firstly, that's a lie. <laughs> I haven't listened to a full episode because I <clears throat> have known well before recording that my voice in my head for mostly everyone is very different than what your voice is on recordings. Um, 
and I hate the sound of my own voice, I've very slowly I'm starting to not hate it as much. It's now become a strong dislike. Um, <laughs> but it, it was very different, and I don't like listening to it for long periods of time. Yeah, understandable. I, may I hop in here, Eric, real quick, and yeah, share a, a piece of advice that was given to me by somebody that did not sign up for this podcast, so therefore I don't feel like I can mention them. Um, but I struggled this whole process, whether it's the YouTube journey or this podcast or whatever, it's definitely, it's been a whole lot of, uh, facing your fears and self deprecation and it's in flat out insecurity on my part. But there was one person who I reached out to that got back to me just in the height of feeling inadequate and I'm not going to say that this is a cure-all, but I can tell you that at a certain phase, this really helped me. So go get a microphone. It doesn't have to be that good. It could be the microphone that you use that come with your iPhone or whatever. Uh, record favorite memory with a family member that's no longer there. So what that means is tell a story into the microphone for nobody else's ears just for yours. You tell the story the exact way you remember it, and then you listen to it. Because the joy of the nostalgia and the memory of the loved one will trump the fear of your own voice. Listen to it before you go to bed, and you will conquer so many of your fears as to how you sound or to quite frankly it's not really whether you sound good or bad anymore it's because you've kind of created that sound of your voice as a comfort that you don't really give a shit anymore is the best way i can explain it and that really helped me overcome a lot of my anxiety a lot of my self-doubt anyway just a little tip That's that i was fact. given what about you eric coming on season two like what like that had to be weird for you you're like you're like the new guy on the block, which I did pair you with a pretty cool new person with Tiffany. Yes, that was cool. But like you kind of had a little bit more solo stuff. Like that had to be intimidated a little bit because you listen to the show and all that. So tell me a little bit about that. Tell us all of us a little bit about that. Uh, whenever you approached me about coming on, um, it was just before New Year's. Whenever you guys did your live special. Mm -hmm. uh, for New Year's, and yeah, I popped in there for a minute, and um, <clears throat> you know, I had the whole grandeur of yeah, that you know, we're gonna do a podcast. It's gonna be freaking awesome, you know. We get to hang out with Stephen Jay and Gordon and you know, Lizette and uh, Bob and Carmen. It's gonna be awesome. You know, we're gonna cover a lot of really neat things, and we have been covering a lot of really cool things. Um, I don't think I was as intimidated um, going into it knowing that I knew a lot of people that would have my back within the podcast. Mm -hmm. um, uh, just one of those things that's always kind of in the back of your mind and what I learned from uh, one of the greatest movies in the world, Wreck-It Ralph 2, Ralph Breaks the Internet, <laughs> is you don't read the comments. So I still don't, I haven't read the comments. You know, everybody in the YouTube world says, you know, post down below, you know, all that fun jazz. Yeah, I've never read the comments, so I don't know if I'm hated or liked. So I'm just going to present whatever I present, and whether, you know, the people like it or not, that, that's, you know, 
that just sucks if you don't like what I presented. You can skip through my part and get on to uh, another presenter. It's fine. You're not going to hurt my feelings. You know, I pick something that I want to talk about, and I, and I talk about it. I respect that, and I and I think that you're right. You can't read the comments, and I wish that I would have learned that lesson early on. No, you and have I to read the comments. Me? It's your job. Yeah, it's your job. Um, <laughs> this is yours. <laughs> well, let me put it this way. Uh, I know when to read the comments. Yeah, that, I think that's a better. Uh, that's a better way to take it. Cause... Yeah. You know, it is the internet. There's a lot of hate out there just to be hateful. So, and I, I think this is my first time publicly speaking about this. So, um, it would have been May of last year. I released two trailers to two fully finished. No, it would, I would say, let's be honest. It was three quarters finished video. So I had two, three quarters of the way finished videos that were, one was YouTube commentary, one was true crime, and I released the trailers. Um, <clears throat> I, th I think, you know, I'm just going to be as honest as I can. Um, there was not much to polish off. Uh, the one video that was to be released was about the murder of Elijah McLean, uh, a black man that was definitely mistreated by the Aurora Police Department. And then the other video was about uh, a YouTube evangelist named Anita Fuentes, who has um, <clears throat> done some very uh, unscrupulous things with her YouTube following in monetary fashions. So the trailers were released simultaneously as the videos were planned in production to be released. And then three things happened. I was sent a cease and desist by the mother of the young man that was killed because they, even though, as so let's be very transparent, to be monetized on YouTube with ads, you have to have a thousand subscribers. I do, did not. Um, the parent of the murdered child did not want the video released because they felt that I would make income from it, which I would not unless it was a sponsor, like a similar sponsor style that we have here on the podcast. And then the evangelist uh, sent a wave of hate comments and very, very threatening things to my emails and to my comment section. And uh, everybody that's covered it has done it very poorly, where it could be very easily picked apart. And I think that she saw that it was coming, that it was like some, it was eventually somebody was going to catch up and like, you know, have the listings on the house she bought and have the listings on the house she sold. And when I was in contact with her colleges, Bible colleges that she graduated from, and they said they had no record of her. I think she knew it was coming, so she sent waves of people to just just hate bomb me. And I'm not gonna lie, those two, three experience, it it really soured me because I was like, the mother of a deceased child is sending me a cease and desist because they think that I am withholding some kind of monetary value from their dead child for covering their story, and then this person is sending crazy evangelists 
objects that are she's grifting off of. And I yeah, I'm I I just Jeez. It, it is what it is. I yeah. have the receipts. I, I know I have been it. I have emails and all the stuff. So I released these two trailers, and quite frankly, I got scared. And yeah. I didn't, and I, I lost faith in humanity, and I was just basically like stagnant on YouTube because it takes a lot to, it takes a lot to rattle me, but like doing it that way was the wrong way. In my head, it made sense because I'm two different genres so you know tease one video tease another video release release and uh to this day um i'm still getting comments about how i'm burning in hell and the full length video that's on my laptop has never been published it's just the trailer so then it makes me look like a hater like oh he he released the trailer but not the video but I'm also like, well, I know that I, I already saw the outcome of the trailer. You're still not going to believe me. You're going to still tell me to burn in hell. And you're still going to tell me that, like, I'm the worst thing ever. And I'm, a, you know, so it's it's very tough. And I, I guess a cautionary tale whenever you are doing this type of stuff. If you're going to go into it, get some thick skin. Because I don't, I didn't have it in the beginning. And I'm like. I'm now developing it. Yeah, you can definitely get yourself into a sticky, sticky situation. Mm-hmm. Anyway, but that's, yeah, that's another key factor. Felt good to talk about that. I think that's the first time I public talk, publicly talked about that. Yeah, I, I remember it was a little off-camera type type stuff. Yeah. You were you were uh, describing what you are going through with those uh, pilots that you put up. I'm mm. proud of you for talking about it. See, we've had this conversation so many times off-air. <laughs> well, well, Gordon, here's the thing, and, and, and this is where I, I really want to thank the two of you, Bob, Carmen, and Lysette, because I think you guys are my sounding board, and when you guys know something behind the scenes is stressing me out, you guys just let me have the space to figure it out. You give me really valid criticism, and you give me really valid advice, but at the end of the day, you guys know my personality. It, I'm not going to actually do something until I'm I've justified it or whatever in my own head so I take everything everybody says in and I'm like okay weigh the pros and the cons talking to you guys privately and now talking about it publicly I feel empowered it's like okay now it's over like now just go publish the videos and shut up about it and that's, that's what the, we're there for you know that's the best thing about let's be nerds is like you guys, we, we became like a really cool group of family and friends and friends that became family and all that good stuff. By that, we definitely did. Made lots of good friends. Mm-hmm. Um, Eric, I know you're moderating, but I need to use the restroom. Could we have a quick break? Yeah, I just put that in the chat. <laughs> <laughs> Our last two sponsors of the day are Audible and CodeMonkey. Audible is a wonderful application in which you are able to combine your love of audiobooks and your love of podcasts all in one streamlined place. I have been using Audible for about two months now and I have to say the experience has been tremendous. I have found that being somebody that's constantly on the go having one generalized place to find all of my entertainment whether i'm traveling in the car or listening at work it has really made my life a little bit easier because 
I can find everything I'm looking for in one spot and I'm never missing out. I'm staying on top of current things, current events with my podcasts, and I'm making progress on the books that I want to read. We here at Speakeasy Productions and Let's Be Nerds are proud to offer you a 30-day trial with a free credit. All you have to do is click the link in the description box below and you can sign up now and try it for yourself. Let us know what you think because we're pretty proud of this program. CodeMonkey is a very important application. We all know that children are the future and CodeMonkey is taking that very seriously. With programs for both parents and teachers, this is a fun, interactive way for children to learn coding while gaming. Yes, you heard that right, coding. Teach them young and help them prepare for their future careers in this ever-changing technology environment. CodeMonkey is first in its class in its fun and educational software. We would love for you to give it a try. The link for the description the link for it will be in the description box below, and please let us know what you think. I am extremely proud to work with them because I believe that they have a very similar vision that I, I and my co-host share. Children are the future, and we need to educate them and get them better prepared for the job market ahead. With that being said, thank you Audible and thank you Code Monkey for making this podcast possible. And I, I know uh, another thing that we wanted to cover was the, the real origin of how the podcast got started. So I would like to throw that over to Mr. Gordon for this one. And uh, I'm sure Stephen Jay has some uh, little points to add for this, too. So let's, let's hear it, Gordon. I always, I don't know how it's always me who gets to explain this part. I feel like I've explained this to about all of our friends and family individually, everyone who's always come up to us me and Steve that is in public and asks us about our podcast and even I'm sure a couple of more than once on the podcast itself but as we have explained in previous episodes me and Steve work together in our day-to-day job that we are using to help fund our podcast and help keep us afloat while we work on putting our full effort towards this podcast we uh about a, a year job ago, that we love very much yes we do Got to put that in there. Sorry. We love them very much. They love us very much. And we have a very nice thing going for us right now. Amen, sister. But to the bread and butter, about a year ago now, a year ago when you're listening to this at least, there was a very long night at work. Me, Steve, Kylie, and Michi, the two other, I guess we could say founders of the Let's Be Nerd podcast off of the Speakeasy oh. branch. Oh, geez. Yes. We uh, got out of work, which for anyone who doesn't know who might not be joining us for the past couple episodes, we work in the restaurant industry, so it can be very hectic at times. It was a very long day. We just got off work. The under-21s are drinking our slushies. The over-21s, their alcoholic beverage of choice. And we're just sitting out in our patio section, listening to Steve talk to us about his podcasting ideas, what he wants to do for videos. And that conversation devolved into a multiple hour conversation of Star Wars that I'm not even lying. It turned from Steve telling us about his passions outside of work to, to... 
the four of us sitting down and having a meaningful conversation about who is the hottest of uh, the Star Wars live action cast. Um, I believe uh, Qui-Gon Jinn was uh, the top vote for most of us. I don't know how. And, pa and, and Padme. I think it was those, those Natalie two. Portman is Natalie awesome. Portman and Liam Neeson. <laughs> I couldn't think of his name. Yeah, um, they took the, the gold. Yeah, I think for obvious reasons. <laughs> but I think we were sitting out there at that patio for about two hours talking about just everything Star Wars when at the end of the conversation our friend Kylie brought up as mostly a joke that we should start a podcast together and from that joke me being very persistent and always wanting to try out some sort of recording sphere whether it's videos or podcasting proceeded to bug Steve for the next I think almost month about trying to get the name down possible recording times and ideas for what to record until we eventually landed where we are on anchor a beautiful service for us well, I was already in development with Anchor. yes and it, it, it kind of fit. Yes, that's true. Um, I was trying to make it sound better for the listeners. <laughs> a little blemish here and there to make the story sound better. It's completely normal. Absolutely. And after, I, I think it was about a month, it might have been a shorter time frame, we finally realized our first episode and got it recorded and published. And from there, it unfolded as our um our listeners here have seen so far we have come many highs and lows so far it's been a very wild ride we've had many new co-hosts come and go happy for all of them who have been here and they're all beautiful and amazing they're all great friends now if they weren't before and if they were before they're even better friends now another thing that we will be able to sit down and talk about as good friends later down in life and hopefully have them come back at some point. But that was where we started was just four co-workers at a restaurant wanting to make a podcast together because we thought it sounded fun. And it has been nothing but fun since we started. There is one thing that we want to talk about. And I, I'm sorry, Eric. I'm just, you know what? I, I'm taking over. I, I'm sorry. That's my type A bullshit. No, go for it. I just did your intro. That's all I'm here for. I, I know. <laughs> but like, and I just, like, my head keeps going, and I'm, like, show running. I, uh, we have to talk about this whole, from the start of this, it was always preached that we needed, like, 40 to an hour minute long podcast, right? I beat that into your head early on, Gordon. I told Kylie it. I... Because it was all that was available. What the hell is up with this microcast shit? It's like five to ten minute to fifteen minute podcasts, and I blame TikTok. I love TikTok. I'm on it. I get it. I know it's probably you know got some issues, but like now these podcasts are so short, and I don't get it. And it's like it's like the new trend. It's like short form content is suddenly back in. Binds. 
<laughs> this we're, we're so far away from Vine. I I'm shocked that we're back here again. I, I yeah, I'm not because the attention span of people isn't really. I'll use myself as an example of this because my attention span is about worse than a goldfish. It takes a lot for me to be able to sit down and listen or watch anything over an hour if it's not a movie. I hmm. have fallen behind so much on a lot of my D&D uh, people that I watch because their episodes are four hours plus long per session and they yeah. put these sessions out every week and I can at most if I'm not cleaning or doing something else in the background, I can't focus on that for longer than an hour. Mm. And then I have to pause it, come back later whenever I do anything else. And it's just either it is on and I have paid attention to it or it's on in the background and I'll come in on a part and I have no idea what's happening. So I can mm. see where shorter content's better. But you're just making YouTube videos at 15 minutes, hun. Don't try to call it a podcast. It's not. You need at exactly. least over... I say you need at least an hour to be a podcast if you're including video. If there's mm -hmm. no video, I feel you can get away with 30 minutes or more. Yeah. There's a... I'm sorry, Eric. Go ahead. No, I was going to say it was funny we kind of mentioned that because... Uh, uh, I think it was the last episode we did about mythological beasts, and I was like, "Yeah, I'll take third because everybody's done listening to our podcast at that time, anyways." <laughs> you know? Yeah. So yeah, it, yeah, we see it in our in our metrics and our demographic where, you know, by about the middle middle to three quarters of the way through, people are kind of tuning out. You know, after mm -hmm. that first half, but then they come back in at the very end, which you know, good. But yeah, it's just—I I guess it's just the way it's going to roll. I don't know. I still don't know if we should go that direction. That's—that's that's a decision for you guys. I'm just a guest. Well, not for very long, but um, <laughs> in the sense of uh, that—that th that came off the not the way I wanted it. I mean, like you're. Not just a guest for very long. Anyway. Um, <laughs> I was going to say, Steve, you can't yeah, just say it like that. That sounds that, very it, ominous. It, it, it's, it sounded very harsh. We want you as a co-host is what we want. Yeah. We want you as this a my last full episode, time. Everybody. <laughs> um, Eric is about to get bars. fired on air. Excuse get me. out of here. No. <laughs> no, You're banned anything. from the Discord. Um, but there are certain people that... I've noticed, but they can only pull the long interviews when it's one-on-one -on -one interviews with, like, you know, interesting people, and it's, like, people you never heard of, but they have something interesting, and then they go, like, two hours, and they get the most shared tab on Spotify, they get, like, all the stuff, so there's a way to do it, and there's a way to find, you have to find what your content fits, and who your audience is. And I think we know a good bit of our, our audience, but when I found out that we were getting, like, international listens is what really blew my mind because I'm like, I don't know what somebody from New Zealand wants to hear. I'm only thinking on a very 
like my YouTube brain is probably the U.S. and Canada because those are the the people that I studied and I I know what their interests are. But like when it comes to this, and I see we're getting downloads in Brazil and Ireland and Italy and uh, Nicaragua. I'm like, what the fuck are they listening to me for? So like, it's a little intimidating. Awesome. It's it's I, very cool. I didn't know really we reached parts of the world like that. Like, uh, I, I I will be honest. I think Nicaragua may not be one. It was just one that came to mind. But yeah, the list the list is very extensive. And I have it pulled up. You want me to go through them? No, we're not going to do that on air, but Aww. I 100, I 100% do think Eric does need to see that for yeah. going forward. I actually need to see our demogra- or our, our metrics, but yeah. we'll do that another day. Uh, I'm, I don't know. I'm very happy with this last year. I think it's been a very learning curve, teachable moment hybrid. Um, I think it's made me a little bit more comfortable speaking and I I still get criticism and I love it. It's like Steve you sound like a robot. And the whole point of the podcast thing was like to not sound like a robot. And I do apologize for that because like it's hard. It's hard to transition into that and feel comfortable, but yeah, I do want the podcast element to feel more authentic and more real. And I think um, does anybody else have anything else to say before I dive into this? Because I think you both know what I'm about to talk about. Yeah, I think um, we covered pretty much everything, right, Gordo? We have, and our second most listeners after the United States is Germany. Fun Germany. fact for everyone who's listening. My Love family. you, Germany. Uh, not going to make any jokes. Anyway, <laughs> um, I want to say... This has been an incredible, incredible year. It's been not an easy year personally for quite honestly any of us. I think it's been a year of learning and development and growth and uh, new beginnings and and changes and challenges. And it was coming right off of a pandemic. And I know everyone kind of uses that as a crutch. So I don't want to use it as a crutch. But it affects things, and it it, it ch- changes how you want to even record a podcast or how you even want to interact. And it's been a, such a weird time for all of us. And I'm not just speaking myself and my co-hosts, but I mean you, the listeners. So I guess the bottom line is, is like, thank you to everyone that's listened, because you've made this year... A tremendous year and you're you don't understand that every time you listen you truly are helping us and I often equate it to a small business uh, you know when you see like hey we have something on sale at our shop and we're running this flash sale and you go and you support listening to our show is kind of the same thing because like this is I'm in the process of making this like an LLC so this is a virtual LC and I know that that seems so weird because this is not new territory for a lot of our listen I'm sorry this is very new territory for a lot of our listener base but I see you I see you, your demographics and I want to make content that 
is more geared towards you because you guys have been the ones that are supporting us and I I want to reach everybody and now that I know that we're reaching people in other countries and we have this beautiful story that we've created it's time to expand and it's time to create content that everyone can enjoy and um, it's kind of been on my heart for a while and it's there's been a few iterations that have been mentioned and we're going to try to tackle news and we're going to try to tackle this and the thing is is what I've learned the most is I shouldn't speak about something before I have a solid game plan and that's been very humbling and um, so essentially what I'm saying is after one year let's be nerds is going to this the episode you're listening to is episode 47 we were going to go to episode 50 and uh, we have some fun things planned and it's gonna be a good time and when episode 50 launches we're gonna go on pause for that show but uh, we have some concepts uh, we are speaking to people that I think see our vision and there's some interesting talks in the works and I don't know exactly what it looks like but I know that it won't look the same without you the listener still here so I want to ask you uh, the email address is speak easily information abbreviated info so speak easily info at gmail.com send me what content you want send me uh, drop me a line what you like about the show what you don't like about the show because without you we wouldn't be here and I wish I could talk about it because it's kind of astonishing where we started to where we finished and um, I think this is a very new beginning for all of us involved and I'm very excited to have Gordon and Eric here but we're going to finish out to episode 50 of Let's Be Nerds and we're going to kind of take a moment and take a breath and see what options which those options wouldn't be on the table without you listeners uh, we're going to see what options are on the table and we're going to come back in a better structured and I guess you could call it a 2.0 and it may not be under the same title it may not be Let's Be Nerds 2.0 it may be a new show but you can find it here on the same feed and I think it's going to be a beautiful thing and it's going to be fun and it's going to be engaging and I think we want to have the fun lighthearted topics but I think we also need to dive into some more real things and that's one thing that I personally have felt is escapism is good but we need to also touch base with reality and talk about things that matter in a sense of the real world so we'll see where this leads and we'll keep you updated so follow us on all the socials um but yeah that's basically the announcement so eric if you want to lead us out of the episode yeah can do uh just want to thank everybody again steven j gordon uh thanks for having me on here we are on Spotify, Apple Podcasts, we're on Anchor, Amazon Music, anywhere you normally find your podcast, we're there. Uh, follow, subscribe, like, we're on YouTube, uh, and we will see you on the next episode.
Let's Be Nerds is hosted and executive produced by Gordon Bryant and me, Stephen J. McLean. Let's Be Nerds is a production of Speakeasy Productions. Our social media manager is Kylie Gregg. Our managing producer and co-host is Lizette Ayala. Today's guest host was Robert Van Jacobs. You can follow him on all social media platforms at Bobby Dub Music. To keep up with the latest on Let's Be Nerds, join our Discord server linked in the description box below. Follow us on Instagram at Let's Be Nerds Pod or find us on Twitter at Let's the Letter B Nerds.